Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 7.15 now on this two, uh, Thursday morning, January 25th. The primary rain, I think, well, the heaviest rain is going to be between noon and 2. At least that's what they're saying. Neutral ground parking in Orleans Parish is allowed. Then the chance for showers diminishes until maybe around early tomorrow morning, overnight. Then finally, hopefully, we'll be finished with it. Mid-morning tomorrow, and then the cold front comes through. Joe Jeruso joins us now, New Orleans City Council member. How you doing, Joe? I'm I'm good, but Tommy, my daughter was worried about the rain this morning and asked me about the neutral ground parking restrictions. So it's even on the mind of teenagers. She no, she didn't really. I, I, I hand on the Bible. She asked me to. She literally said to me, "I said, hey, aren't you up a little bit early this morning?" I she said, "I'm worried about where I park. Is there neutral ground parking?" So. This, this concept is permeated down to 16, 17-year-olds. Wow. And I think, look, I think they may, not, they may not always watch the news, but they are on TikTok and Instagram and Snapchat, and they're talking way more, I think, even than kids did when I was at school. And so they see what happens locally, and, and they're aware. So I, I was really surprised for a teenager to wake up early. On a, on a school day is a surprise, and then that was that was a surprise about asking, is neutral ground parking in effect? My response would have been, honey, you're a Jeruso. You park wherever the hell you want. I'm just kidding. I know. <laughs> that, is, that is absolutely not the response <laughs> in our household. Um, I know it's not. I'm just important to make sure. The I'm children just, know that they play by the rules. Even I know. More so, probably. I'm just trying to make you laugh, that's all. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I've yeah. spoken to you now, but Happy New Year, Joe. Happy New Year to you, too. Let's talk about, um, I had Richard Nelson on yesterday, and he was talking about turbines and, and um, uh, the, the generators. I forgot the three letters that they use. I don't have the dashboard open in front of me. That that surge and waterboard dashboard is pretty interesting. They've done a good job with that, don't you think? I do think they've done a good job with the dashboard. The three letters you're referring to are called the EMDs. That's They're it. electromotive diesel engines, but way easier to say the initials. They are basically the backup support to the turbines right now. But absolutely, we've been going to neighborhood meetings, as as we do at the beginning of the year, kind of to tell people what's going on in the city, what are our plans, and, and even hopefully to tell people these are some things that can help you out. And the two dashboards we've actively been promoting in January, our Department of Works has one as a result of an ordinance we passed that shows street work, uh, potholes, street lights, traffic signals, other things where you can look and see. But but similarly and importantly, as a sewage and waterboard one. Mm-hmm. And what I ask residents to do is please go check that dashboard because frequently I get an email saying the power isn't on, the pumps aren't working. Well, well let's just look at the dashboard. What does the dashboard say at that moment? And... Um, and before the storm, my other hope, too, is before weather hits, and I think I heard you say right as we were coming on, that the weather's supposed to be bad between noon and 2 to 
okay? Look at that dashboard before the weather's supposed to be at its worst, and look and see what the power situation is to, to see how the pumps are going to function. Um, generally speaking, because I get texts, and I just, you know, you don't come on to talk about this, but you are the our surge and water board guy when it comes to, you know, you got to get the the water in the drain first, and, and that's got to be clear, and then you got to get it into the canals, and you got to pump it out of the canals in order for that to happen. You got to power the pumps. The pumps have to be powered by um, electricity. If it's an older pump, 25 hertz. If it's a newer pump, 60 hertz. And of course, people want to know about plans to change everything out to 60 hertz where it would come directly from energy without having to have which is another part of this a chain the um what do you call those things that convert the energy converters they're called frequency changers. frequency changers yeah so what are the yeah. long-range plans are there long-range plans to replace all of the 25 hertz pumps or is that too expensive or just to have a more consistent way of powering these things and it can get complicated it is all very complicated, and let me start by saying I'm a history major who's been forced into math and engineering, mm-hmm. so it takes me even more time than the average person to understand these things. So you've explained it perfectly well that there is um, there are both 25 and 60 hertz pumps in the city, so not every pump is on the old power, the 25 hertz power. Um, As I see it, Susan Waterboard is doing the first thing, and obviously myself and Councilmember Moreno push very hard for this, for everything to work, the power has to be new and and more reliable. So as you've said already, essentially our sources of power are the turbines, and you and I have discussed this before, Turbine 4 is 108 or 109 years old now as we move into 2024. Turbine 5 is 65 years old. We just cannot be relying on equipment that old to be our first line of defense against against these storms. And then Turbine 6 is a newer turbine, and, and to your point, it is its primary purpose is to run the 60 hertz power, the newer power, but it can also uh, be used in, in situations to convert some of the 60 hertz power through those frequency changers to 25 hertz. The EMDs can run the power, and then there's energy power as well that basically supplies all of the power. So first step is um, Sewage and Water Board is in, is in the middle of building its substation that will be able primarily to run the 60 hertz power, but then it will have the frequency changers that will be able to run both the 60 hertz power and convert that power to 25 hertz. So um, that will be online, in, in my estimation, before hurricane season in 2025, along with a new turbine seven, which will be the new secondary source of power behind the substation. So to me, that's mission critical number one, because if you don't have the power sources, all the other stuff doesn't matter. And then Susan Waterboard on the power side, I think, has fairly said, all right, once we get the power stabilized and we have the substation, we have a new turbine, we're, we're going to try and figure out how we eliminate T4 and C5 and, and minimize the use of the EMDs, um, then they'll start converting those pumps from 25 hertz to 60 hertz. So it's sort of a phased-in process where you've got to get the power stabilized first. And then look at the power. And if I remember, Tommy, I want to say somewhere between 
a third to maybe slightly less than 50% of the pumps are still on 25% and sewage and water board can fix that if my numbers are off a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I think it's important that it's not every single pump has to be changed, but certainly there's a significant number and that's going to be the next step. And, and I know what, what people will say is, well, they've had a lot of money. And, and the answer is, well, we're going to have to look at ways and figure out things to try and, and prioritize, make sure the power is effective. The pumps are not something that you have to get parts fabricated in-house for, how we're treating the water and how we're making the drainage work effectively. All right, let me take a quick break, Joe. We'll pick it up. We come back, 723 Traffic, WWL. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. All right, 727, quickly back to Joe Geruso. Um, Joe, real quick, and I don't want to get to, to um, uh, property taxes, but yeah, you got to be encouraged talking to Richard Nelson yesterday we had on and, and the dashboard, and, and it is slow progress, but we are making some progress with the surge and water board. Would you not agree? Uh, oh, on the power side, I think surge and water board deserves high marks. And, and look, I, want, I always try and be careful because the billing still suffers from a lot of problems. But on the power side, they have really made big strides. What about, uh, and maybe you can come back and talk about property taxes, because they do have some rain forecast for today. Public works, you know, you got this hybrid thing where public works clears the drains, right? How uh, satisfied are you with they're doing what they're supposed to be doing? Because if the water doesn't get through the drain and into the canal, you're, you're whistling in the wind. Nothing happens with the power and the pumps and everything that, that's else. That's right. Well, well my, my larger concern, Tommy, is things don't function well in any system where you have two or three hands in them. And this isn't poking at DPW or suits and water board. This is just a reality. When right. it's in government, it becomes even more of a challenge because is it my responsibility to clean this and then the line here, whose responsibility is that? And, if I didn't communicate this part of we're going to do the pumping at this point to help this part of the city, does everybody know? So, I mean, one of the things that's really being looked at as we talk about this property tax issue and this fee issue is the merging of drainage into one part of the system so that way you don't have two hands touching it and you have sole responsibility in one place. Still a boil water advisory for East Jefferson um, Parish. How concerned are you uh, about something like that happening? I don't know if you know where the water mains are, how big the mains are in New Orleans, uh, that something like that could happen any day, and is there any way to get ahead of that? Well, first, I want to give a lot of credit to the Jefferson Parish officials who've been on top of it reporting publicly. I think they've done an excellent job from the parish president to the entire council, so kudos to them on that. Um, what, or, you know, what Orleans did, and again, our infrastructure I think is older than Jefferson, is they started placing valves strategically at certain parts in the system with the larger pipes, and it really became um, – what, what is that old line that um, about sort of like 
innovation is the mother of necessity or necessity is the mother of innovation. Mm-hmm. They, they really kind of figured that out as they went. And, and what they did was, in a lot of places, they tried sports parts because I think, if I have this correctly, the East Bank of Orleans, for the most part, has not had a boil water advisory in two years. And again, um, I think I think we, there's no doubt that the water uh, pipes have had failures and been problems along the way. But I think that valving system that they installed back in sort of 2019, 2020 has paid pretty big dividends. Makes sense to me. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate your time as always. Have a good day. Stay dry. Same to you. Take care. You bet. We'll talk to Nick Muscarella when we come back about special session on crime. Right now, though, we pause for WWL First News. For that, we go to Dave Cohen. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 